0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? In this week's podcast episode, I got an extremely exciting opportunity to talk with a guest that is very close to me and completely changed my life from day one. This guest was the very first person that showed me how to unlock the ability to think much bigger picture and that it is very possible to create the world that fits your vision. There are a ton of very interesting thoughts and principles that really get the gears turning in this episode for anyone with the desire for self-growth. In this episode, we get into a bunch of different topics from viewing failure as a positive, being able to screen practical knowledge from noise, creating your story and not someone else's, and so much more. There are so many life and business concepts in this episode, and I hope you enjoy. Let's jump right into the episode. Welcome to episode 25 of the Creating Wealth podcast. Today, I get the really great pleasure to interview someone very special to me, Lisa Manfredi. Lisa is the very first person that set the entrepreneurial spark and showed me how to think much bigger than tradition and show me what is truly possible. She is an absolutely unreal entrepreneur and real estate investor doing absolutely extraordinary things, and I am very blessed to have met her. What is going on, Lisa? Hey Kyle. How are you?
1: I'm amazing, (laughs) thank you. That means so much to me. Thanks for having me on, this is awesome.
0: (laughs) The pleasure (laughs) is all mine, I I swear. It's, oh my God, I'm very excited. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, yeah, to, you know, kind of jump right into things. Um I I feel like we might be kind of uh what's it called? Uh like jumping around quite a bit. Um That's but yeah, fine. so you know, to kind of jump into the first question. Um you know, what do you do? Uh tell me, you know, a little <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's a good question.
0: <laughs> tell me um a little bit about I guess kind of your backstory. Um You know, from going from like corporate America to, you know, some of the different like companies and stuff that you've started and yeah.
1: (laughs) So yeah, I've had a series of companies over the past few years. My background's in neuroscience and biology and I worked in technical sales and it's pretty awesome. Like I learned a lot. There's a lot of flexibility, but it didn't really afford me the ability to operate on full Lisa. Mm -hmm. And so I figured like, heck, I might as well go out on my own and try to figure this thing out. And in the meantime, I kind of went down these rabbit holes of understanding the banking system and finance. So that's sort of the thing that sparked it all for me. And so I started looking at, how do I earn income um, in different ways, right? How do I not trade my time for money? How do I earn and hit more people? If I have a message, how do I get it to more people? And so I just started exploring like, hey, what's actually possible? And maybe not what everyone else is doing, And so it has taken me some time to find a passion instead of just jumping at opportunities because I did that for a while. And um, actually you're one of the ones that first igniting me in this path that I'm down now because I realized (laughs) that I learned a lot of things that brought me to where I am today. And some people were interested in hearing those things. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) maybe I should find those people and tell them (laughs) the story. And I, so now I, I, you know, I've done these deep dives in my own life. I want to study truth. I want to find more freedom and whatever that looks like. And I want to be more resilient. And so I've taken action to find that in my own life. And my financial freedom has come from those steps. And I, I have a very biased perspective, but I started sharing those biased opinions about money and realizing just how hungry people were for the information because it's such a mystery to so many people. And it's vital. I mean, we need to operate in a world where we can change exchange value. And so uh, I started just talking to people and paying attention to myself for once and finding themes in my conversations and where people were asking for help and where I saw myself adding value. And I was truly passionate about some of the things I was talking about, and I was excited to bring value to others. So I, that's what I do now. I spend my time with freedom-minded people who are interested in seeking truth and actually taking action. And I started what I call wealth battle with one of my friends, and I'm trying to educate and assist people in creating emergency and opportunity funds that they can earn in a tax-free environment, uh, that are, that in, vehicles that are liquid and accessible your money's not hidden from you it's not inaccessible without a penalty these things allow your money to work in multiple ways at once and allow you to protect your family and create legacy and things that that matter we don't always talk about them now and why use or fund banks when you can be the bank so that's that's kind of where i'm coming from so This is something that I do like talking about wealth and and we can get into that, but it's a powerful tool in real estate. So I've used it for real estate investing. I've used it for private lending and a bunch of other investment opportunities. I now have this opportunity fund. And so every time I hear something, I hear opportunities. So people always ask me, like, how do you find opportunities? It's like, once you have that mindset, they're everywhere. You just need to be ready to hear them. So I feel like when I was a kid, I used to look at successful people and ask them how they got to be where they are. And they always had some crazy story that like you could never follow. And now I get it. It's, I don't, maybe this is old for you, but do you know that game (laughs) Plinko? (laughs) You like drop the tile at the top and it hits all these um, pins on the way down and it ends up in one slot, but the path it takes, you can't predict it's all over the map. And I feel like that's kind of the journey I've been on in life. And I found a little slot to fall in and pretty
0: awesome it really is Lisa that's that's truly amazing you know it's <laughs> I'm pretty sure I think I remember Planko if, I, I think so
1: <laughs> I um I used to watch the I think it was the Price is Right with my grandmother my nana and so yeah I got it I got some good exposure to it so check it up you could see some old episodes <laughs> and get learned
0: yep <laughs> It really is, though, that's that's totally the dream, you know, just to like really dig deeper and, you know, not necessarily be like tied down by, you know, like a job or something that you have to do and, you know, just be able to actually like think much bigger and, and seek that freedom, um, you know, to just to to do what you were meant to do, you know, and just try to figure it out and all the while giving value to people and, you know, just making the world a better place. Yeah. And I
1: think we can, we can change what we were meant to do over time. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. We just find where we have value to add and we want to be involved in voluntary relationships. So if you add value and if I add value and you see value, you'll give me something in return. And that's a really cool way to operate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) Yeah. Now going back to the, the Plinko analogy, but um, (laughs) I, I totally see I'm, kind of starting to see what you're saying um you know with that like the path that I guess like we're meant to go on totally isn't just a straight shot like there'll be like you know certain things that hit off of each other and like you know that leads into meeting like these two people and these two people are doing this and that's like really changing everything and you know like I feel like everything kind of happens for a reason and you know like as long as you're really like putting your best foot forward um you know, as, as a person and stuff and like self self growth and everything, then, you know, I feel like you're just going to keep hitting those pins and, and finding the spot that, you know, that makes you happy.
1: Yeah. I think you need to be out in the world because you don't see your value. You don't see opportunities. You, you don't learn from failures or experiences unless you're really outdoing it. Yeah. So it's a big deal. Just get out.
0: Mm-hmm. Remind yourself to
1: get out <laughs> all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is though. Even like just getting out of your comfort zone and stuff, and and just trying things, because you know, like you said, you're not going to learn anything if you don't try stuff, and you're going to fail the first time. You know, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. And
1: the next one, and maybe the next one.
0: That's cool. Yep. <laughs> but eventually, <laughs> eventually, you won't.
1: Yeah, I, it's interesting, I have a lot of businesses that I can look at as failures because I didn't scale them to something grand. Um, and that I can compare myself to other people that don't have all of the failures in their lives. But the reality is they're also, also not doing things. Yeah. So when you put yourself out there and you don't know, like you, you have to learn through experience, they're meeting people and uh, failures are, are not such a bad thing. I think that's the people with the most failures are probably doing the most in the world.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, it's pretty interesting to see how, I guess, like the traditional school system kind of views failure versus, you know, I guess in like the business, like entrepreneurial kind of world. Because I mean, like in school, you know what I mean? Like your failure is is kind of governed by a number or a letter, yeah. you know? And like, like if you didn't do that well on a test or something, like, you know, you're a failure, like, and, and that's the end of it. But mm-hmm. like, if if you had like a business or something, or like, you know, like you were trying out like a marketing campaign or something that didn't work, like you can actually try to do better. And like, you know, depending on, I guess, how you kind of look at failure, you know, in an overall perspective is like, did I really fail? Or did I just find a way that doesn't work? And how can I apply that to the next idea to make that work?
1: Yeah, good thing life isn't like school.
0: <laughs> I know. We just need
1: to shift our mindset to get out of that mentality because a lot of us learned that, that learned helplessness. A lot of us went through that.
0: Yep. It's, all it, yeah, sorts it's, of things are possible. They really are. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a transition right off of that. Uh, what is kind of your drive and your vision for the long term? What's your, your big fire?
1: I'd say that's an evolving story. I wanna reach more people and educate them on finance and how to design and gain financial resiliency in their lives. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like too many people are bounced around by circumstances. And if you have a really important message or something you wanna do in the world and you're worried about eating or paying your rent or mortgage, like you can't do that thing. Yeah. So I wanna be around people that know enough to be able to be dynamic and make choices in their lives. So it's important for me to build a strong community Because I'm better off if everyone else around me is better off. I think that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of that is really understanding finances and having a good relationship with money, whatever that looks like. And some of that's utilizing tools that just aren't commonly discussed. And I think knowledge can be power, but I also see people accumulating knowledge and sitting on top of their mountains of information and data points and Knowledge is useful if you leverage it for practical advantage, but we all have to take action and we need to show up. And I keep saying that, but we do need to show up. So I guess ultimately I'd like to really contribute to making the old systems obsolete, Mm -hmm. find something that works and just retire all the old stuff.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. I I mean, honestly, like it's, it's just crazy to see, you know, I guess a lot of people just kind of taken like the old ways that like their parents knew and like their grandparents taught their parents and like nobody really breaks free of that you know unless you have a reason to you know that's just kind of the mentality you know because that's what may have worked better in the past but I mean times change you know and and I feel like they kind of change quick so you know I wonder if you know maybe the norm is like you know maybe being in debt sorry (laughs) and um you know maybe not having that job that that you like so much and it, like that's just a part of life you know you just have to deal with it and it, yeah. it just kind of sucks you know because a lot of people don't have that that light or you know that desire to to have something bigger you know rather than like just trying to deal with it and you know kind of say that's life
1: it's confronting thinking about these things like you have to deal with, with yourself mm-hmm. right we we are the ones that limit ourselves the most so big ideas are scary, right? It's easy to think that they're for other people. And the question is, like, how do we get past that? And how do we, it's, I mean, it seems so simple, but how do we tell more people, like, hey, you could do this too? Like, really, yeah. anything is possible. Let's make it happen. Like, just try something. Yeah. And then try something else. And then try, that's why I say, like, the, the distinction choice, like, choose something. And then you can always choose something else or choose mm-hmm. something else, but like, just keep going down that path. Yeah. But then you have the power. You're in control of your life.
0: Do I feel like maybe like it isn't as normal to, um, I guess, kind of step out of the box and like taste different things. Like, do you think people just kind of like go with what's comfortable a majority oh, of the absolutely. time instead of like, do you think it's like a self-awareness thing? Like, like they don't want to like have a fear of failure or something. I mean, everybody has it, you know, but it's just a matter of like getting over it and conquering it.
1: I think fear and scarcity mindset are huge. Mm-hmm. So why try when you're perfectly comfortable where you are, like you can yeah. get by and some people think that that's okay. It's, it, it is comfortable. It's it's in a lot of ways, it challenges people's very identity and existence to, to push past the things that, that they know. But if you live in the world of things, you know, you can predict how the rest of your life's gonna go. I'm like, sure, could it be okay? Maybe. But is it going to be awesome? Like unlikely.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: like, you have to go past things, you know, or else like you'll never get anywhere. Like that's how we grow. Yeah. That's why you hang out with people Mm -hmm. that are like better than you and smarter than you. It's fun.
0: It it really is. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy too. You know, like the principle of like osmosis, you know, just like absorbing, like, you know, like putting yourself around the right people and, you know, people that are doing a lot bigger things than you and, and just, Like absorbing off of each other you know and it's it's really crazy you know kind of the idea of like like how much like how prevalent that is um you know depending on who you hang out with and surround yourself with you know just the mentality like it it just like things stick
1: well maybe for you i think you're unique though because you're you're you have a hunger for it and you you listen right you absorb you listen you take it in and then you'll you know, you'll evaluate yourself, you have an active mind. So you'll take things in and then kind of digest them in certain ways and synthesize and turn them into whatever it is that you turn them into, but you're willing to hear. And that's a, that's a huge thing. That's not necessarily common. So that's a really great asset.
0: I appreciate that, Lisa. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thank you. But um, I I wonder if like, like open-mindedness is, you know, something that isn't really taught enough you know because i mean like I, I wonder if it just kind of stems back to like you know just the comfort and not really stepping outside the box and you know like this is the the procedure that like my grandmother did that my mother did you know this is the procedure that i want to follow because like none of us know anything different yeah and that's you know it's gonna be all right mm-hmm. but like it, a story it's interesting here.
1: <laughs> i was making cookies with my good friend billy in college And I was like, where's the vanilla? He's like, it's in the cabinet. Where else would it be? I'm like, in the refrigerator. And he's like, what? Why? And I was like, because my mom keeps it in the refrigerator. And he's like, my mom keeps it in the cabinet, (laughs) right? We just do the things that we know. It's like, why? I don't know. I never thought about it. That's what my mom did. (laughs) (laughs) But I think my brother taught me an important distinction, like having an active mind instead of an open mind. It's really like, you don't want to take everything in. Right. You need to have some filters because there is a lot of noise and we want signal. So like, don't take all the noise in that'll, that'll deplete you of all your energy and it's not all useful. Mm -hmm. So be willing, but be discerning.
0: I think that's extremely interesting. Yeah. You know, especially with all the information that's like out there nowadays and, you know, like just the information overload. I mean, like most people are on, you know, some kind of screen and stuff like almost 24 seven at this point. You know, and like, just like the information that we're fed, like just the ability to kind of like decipher through it and figure out what's actually valuable to you and what isn't so much.
1: Yeah. I think it's important to be challenged and to put yourself in different environments because it's really easy to get caught in an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. So you can find all of the things that validate everything you're thinking. But what if you're wrong?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yep (laughs) um what are your thoughts on building relationships and expanding your network I know we're starting to kind of get into that um that segue but
1: I think relationships are everything I think people get caught up in the network and forget the humans they could be relating to so when I worked a corporate job I networked all the time Uh, but I think that life isn't about networking and maybe it's just semantics, but I really think it's about connection, like actually relating and adding value. It's truly about building and maintaining relationships. Like life is rich and full and there's so much we can offer each other, but it's not a zero-sum game. And I think often we can get caught up in that. And I I want a life of abundance and I seek people who want the same. So I really think it's finding the others that, are on a level that you're on, whatever that might be, but people that you can truly relate to in an authentic way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, I, I feel like, you know, just like connecting with somebody, I guess, like on a different, um, I guess, like, like mindedness, I guess you could say, um, you know, could really like change everything. You know, I mean, not really sure where I'm going with this. (laughs) I lost my train of thought. But um, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's really special, like the people that kind of stick out like that you really hit it off with um, on like a different point, rather than like, just being interested in the same things. Like, I I feel like there's something else there. You know, like, I don't know if it's, you know, like personality or like, you know, like aspirations. I, I, I don't know if it's something deeper than that. But
1: well, I mean, even business, do you want to do business with people that are just in the same industry or that are also humans that have the same idea of integrity and accountability and honesty and like all, all of that context matters. Like we don't live in vacuum. So context matters. And that's what adds the richness. Yeah. So I think it matters. I mean, for some people it doesn't, um, but then it's just transactional and I'm exactly. really about relational.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're not always together. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it adds a lot more depth when, um, I just lost my train of thought again. (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, I, it adds a lot more depth, you know, when it's actually like a a special connection instead of just a, a straight transactional, um, you know, deal or, or whatever it is like, like, just like the ability to to want to keep like working with like the same person or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Past like the job or, or whatever it is that they're doing, you know, just because of like how they are as a person. And like, it, it's definitely a lot deeper than that.
1: Yeah. And I think when you relate to people, you can then find other ways, other places in life that there's something that you can do together. Or connections yeah. you can make. I think the most fun thing I have I do in life is just being aware, like what's going on, who I'm talking to, and then I like pull all these pieces together and I stick them together and I fill I build this thing that people nobody else would have built the same way. And it's like, hey, maybe you guys should meet because I think you would like to do this. Yeah. And um, you know, it's a unique thing, and I think that's that's important in life. And then new things can grow that you never would have done otherwise, because you don't want to just complete one business deal you want to have a pretty full life
0: yeah so do you think when it comes to like just doing like one transaction or something like that like that only adds to like one one aspect of your life like yeah great you know like you know there could be monetary gain or whatever it is but what about like potentially a friendship or you know um yeah like things outside of that you know like other things that like you have in common and
1: yeah. So not like- everything has to be some great like fairy tale story. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes you have a business transaction and that's it. And you added the value that you were there to add. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Um, but yeah, other things that come out of it. And maybe it's in business, maybe it's personal. Maybe, it, I mean, it, again, it's something that you can't predict. Yeah. And so you, you want to explore these things because it's that game of put and go You don't know what, what, where that'll bounce you next. And and I don't mean bounce as in you're being reactive and life is pushing you in different directions. You still get to choose, but now you have more options that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise.
0: Yeah. It's totally crazy. Like how fast that can happen after literally like one conversation too. Yeah. Like literally (laughs) like, like literally one five minute phone call can throw you on a whole nother path. Like it's, it's literally the craziest thing in the world.
1: So again, discernment is important because it's like, it's still understanding your values. And if whatever that phone call was brings you down the path that isn't aligned with your values, as opposed to a distraction, because that can happen too. I have all sorts of good ideas when I should be doing the work on one of them because doing (laughs) the work is hard. So you're like, ah, I have another idea. Maybe I should stop doing the work and go do that fun new beginning part. But actually building something and like digging in and getting past the hard part is where it gets cool it's just really push ourselves
0: yeah and sometimes it's kind of hard to to see the fruits of your labor you know i I mean especially after like just pushing for so long and and just like grinding and you know not really seeing it for a while but once you do start to see it like it's crazy you're like oh my god like i did all of that and that led to this like this is the very beginning like this is crazy.
1: I don't always see it. I know that I connect people. I know that I help build things, um, but I'm not always in the middle of it. You know, I make those connections and I let them, I let them grow themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I don't always know, right. I don't know what happens, but, but even like initiating it is, it's a good thing. Right. And then who knows what will come from there.
0: It is. And even like just getting the satisfaction of, you know, connecting two people together that, Like I think in the same way that you know you're shooting the breeze with and and connecting with, you're right. Like totally crazy things can happen, and if they do, then phenomenal. If they don't, all right, whatever. You know, yeah, nothing lost. Yeah, like you still connected two people. You know, maybe they didn't hit it off or whatever. No big deal. You know, you gave it a shot, Mm -hmm. and like you still gave both people value, as well as getting value and satisfaction yourself for like trying to make something bigger. Absolutely. It's, it's really crazy, you know, <laughs> like, it's nuts.
1: I think the thing is like something I've learned is to not map everything out because that just puts you on a path that, you know, it's like, if you just sit down and think really hard about what job you should do or what your career should be or what your purpose is in life, I don't think you're going to come up with much because like, you only know what, you know, it's yeah. so, like trying to map it all out and like hit the next checkbox and the next checkbox. Like, I don't think that's what life's about.
0: I totally agree with you. I kind of am starting to see that now. I mean, like you have like a a lot of people have, you know, just kind of like that one really big path that they want to go down. But you might realize, you know, after hitting all those Plinko lines that like you might find something that's like a complete 90 degree turn that you like 10 times better. Yeah. Than, you know, that thing that you thought you wanted.
1: Right. So the people that choose to go down that path that's pretty badass.
0: It really because is. <laughs> the
1: easy thing to do is to stick with what you're doing. Yeah. But there's opportunity cost with that. Because what else could you have done? Could you have had happiness? It's just you're like, well, I know this. Just take the sunk cost. Be like, you know what? I had all these experiences. I learned all these things. I now know a new direction. Just do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So like you really never know.
1: Anything. You know, yeah, I- you're right. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs>
0: Um, definitely you know not not to kind of make this about me by any means but like I I never thought at all that like I would make a podcast and have people on it you know what I mean I used to be afraid of getting on video literally like two years ago and now I literally have like the most fun time in the world doing (laughs) this like I feel like like you can change so quick like in yeah. a positive way, like if you literally just keep an open mind and try out those different directions and, and taste things and, and see what you like.
1: And the you know, thing I, is the people that watch your podcast, they wouldn't know that about you because you just did a podcast. They're like, oh, here's the guy that does the podcast.
0: Yeah. It's so it's just how that. you show up. Yeah. It's a lot deeper than that. You know, I mean, I feel like life is way too short. to literally just take that, that one road that's comfortable. You know, there's always more.
1: I can't even find that road. So I don't even, it <laughs> not really an option for me. There's all kinds of paths that were untraveled. I went, I just kept going down those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but is that a bad thing though?
1: It's just my thing. It's not yeah. good or bad. It's just my thing.
0: But the amount of things that you get to taste and like the amount of people and, and like occupations and stuff and mm-hmm. like, like you are able to make like visions happen and like take steps towards them, you know, and like, just try like a million different things and see, you know, what, what sticks and what doesn't.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to know you make a choice. If you're making a choice, you're probably make, not making that choice somewhere. Like you're the inverse is not happening. So ultimately you will do one thing and not another thing. And you can't always know it's like the choose your own adventure. You can't Mm -hmm. read all of the adventure ends, you just have to pick one and then go down and, and be confident in that choice and go down that path. And then you can always choose something else, but we're not, we're not going to know there is no answer. So we're not going to know is yep. it the right one. Yeah. It was the one you picked.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's totally um, like really important, especially, you know, what you just said about like, there's always, like you're always able to go back. Well, most of the time you're able to go back. You know what I mean? Like if you try something and it doesn't work out, you don't like it. All right, whatever. Just go back to square one, you know, yeah. and recover or whatever it is and, and go from there. But like Absolutely. just like there's a, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, like just by trying different things, I don't want to say there's like a high with it, like by trying different things and getting excited and everything and, you know, just like trying to figure things out you know, and then maybe like the skill that you learned from that, that you thought was pretty cool might not actually stick and and turn out to be something that like you would enjoy, but maybe like a certain skill from that could apply to you, you know, like six months later with something else that you taste. And you're like, oh, I actually really liked a part of that. But if I mix it with this, then I can get this. And this is a lot cooler than what I thought about six months ago.
1: Yeah. You're building different muscles and sometimes you, you fall into something new and there's some sort of muscle memory that you're a little bit unaware of, but it just kicks in. Yeah. So yeah, it's all wisdom. You're, you're building your wisdom.
0: It really is. You know, it's it's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see here. Ooh, what is the most important lesson that you have learned over your career?
1: Well, I guess I'd say...
0: This one is usually a, a big curveball. fault.
1: <laughs> I'd say the stuff we've been talking about, like I've learned that I fail a lot and I'm going to keep doing that. And that fail is a terrible word for it. <laughs> Whatever that is, I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, but I guess like dealing with disappointment too. Yeah. I find that people don't always live up to their word or people's words and actions aren't often aligned. And that you know, the best laid plans. Like I could put agreements in place and they work until they're no longer convenient for someone else. Yeah. And so being able to be forgiving and dynamic, I think is important. That doesn't mean like create ironclad things around you. It's just how do I manage myself? Yeah. And I can't control other people and I can't force their integrity, uh, but I can hold to my own. And I think that's all I have, you know, I have my reputation, my integrity, and those are the things that matter to me. So I I guess things don't always work out the way that I plan Mm -hmm. or anticipate or expect. I'd say it's always a little bit different, but I can't always take that personally. I can take responsibility and I can get up and keep failing forward. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And then in the process, find people like you that like truly belong in my life, like people that are up to things, that that are honest and have integrity and you know are just trying to grow and again like we can all be successful together. So how do we make like a win 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 situation? Yeah. (laughs) Those are fun.
0: Yep. (laughs) I I totally agree with what you're saying, Lisa. I I definitely am Trying to figure out the same thing very very early, (laughs) um, but yeah, there was. You'll have lots of
1: opportunities to learn those lessons.
0: (laughs) Getting some already. Nice. But um, yeah, there was somebody else that I interviewed um, a couple weeks ago, and he said something that I thought was pretty interesting, and it's to your point of like not beating yourself up too much when things aren't really working out and he mentioned to maintain an even playing field and what he meant was like you know when the lows are low you know when things aren't going well when everything's you know hitting the fan like you can't really beat yourself up over it but also you know when you feel like you're on top of the world and like everything's fine and everything's going fantastic like you can't really get too too excited either because then you lose your hunger yeah and I thought what, um, Jose, this is for you, my man. (laughs) Um, I, I thought what, um, you know, the guy Jose said was, I really took that like to heart, you know what I mean? Just to maintain an an even, um, I guess reaction, you know, across a lot of the different things in your life and, and just, you know, like not going to the extreme in either direction. You know I mean? Obviously like things are going to be awful and it's going to be extremely hard to deal with, and you know it's really gonna suck but like he mentioned too like if you're kind of like down in the dumps and stuff like that you know you might miss an opportunity that might come up that like because like you're not looking for it you know what i mean like
1: but also if if you're in that state that's also okay and maybe that's when you reach out to your relationships and say hey this is where i am right now like now is a time of need like i need help and you might learn from something from that experience too. Like there, there's a reason we go through things and being able to be vulnerable and ask for help uh, opens up so many doors. It's fascinating. So there's value in that. And I also think that there's like the duality of positive and negative. And in the Western world, we're told that positive is good and negative is bad. And I think there's a new, that's not really the case. They're just different sides. Right. Yeah. Sometimes negative is good. Like bad debt is great. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yep. Stuff like that. That makes sense. So yeah. Having like a neutral positive and negative, I think, is is also a good thing. You're like you're not riding that roller coaster. It's not controlling you. You can experience the experiences, but you don't have to have that emotional reaction.
0: Yeah. Would you say just kind of like maintain and balance? Like Yeah. Cause I mean, even you know, to go in the opposite direction, you know, I mean, too much of anything, it could be a bad thing, you know? So like too much on the good side of that spectrum could actually lead into the bad side and too much of bad things. You lose sight of
1: what's good. If you don't see, like if you're always in light, you don't see darkness at all. You start losing sight of the light, right? So you you have to have a contrast between, you know, like our faces and and the backdrop. So there has to be a like gradations, Mm-hmm. So yeah i think it's all important it adds to the richness of life
0: yeah i thought that was really important <laughs> that um it really is and like it, it's definitely not something that happens overnight either you know to kind of figure out what that balance is like for you you know it's because i mean things happen and you know it's kind of hard to not be reactive um some of the time and you know it's it's kind of hard to to keep that balance. Um, let me see here. Ooh. I
1: think I have one more comment about that. I think mm-hmm. it's important not to become numb. So it's not that you're avoiding or just shutting out all the experiences. It's just not being bounced around by them. Mm-hmm. Right. You still have to experience everything and you can still feel things and You don't want to just like be arm's length from everything. Yeah. Right. Still being in the experience, um, but having that balance.
0: Yeah. I I like that a lot. Definitely. I mean, I feel like everything, you know, like I said earlier, like kind of happens for a reason and, you know, just kind of like riding that roller coaster and then, you know, kind of figuring out like how to stay in between the two sides of that spectrum. Um, you know while while just kind of maintaining the situation is uh is definitely a pretty crazy thing to to learn how to build yeah this one man this one might take a while lisa um how do you define wealth
1: i mean i think i could just say it's living in abundance period period That it Done, much more job. than that. <laughs> 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 it's um <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. like truly having like your health and wealth in in a financial sense and happiness. But I think we uh overcomplicate things sometimes. I think it's just abundance. <laughs>
0: I I think you're right, honestly, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different aspects of our lives, but like at the end of the day, I mean, just being able to, you know, I guess, keep like an, an even, um, I guess level, you know, across some of the different aspects, you know, from like family and, and happiness and, and being able to really like, just take charge of all of that and not, you know, do things because you have to, but because you want to, and, you know, just kind of, yeah, literally like just, just doing the things that you want to and, and, you know, kind of figuring out what that freedom is for you, you know, as an individual. Amen. (laughs) Mike (laughs) drop. No, yeah, I, I do totally agree with you though. I mean, like some people have talked about it before and you know, in using the same word abundance, because it is definitely a really special word. You know, that's, that really describes everything. Um, you know, from even like, like just having the the balance of like working really hard and then, you know, now all of a sudden, like you might not see your family and friends as much. So, you you know, have to be able to have the ability to kind of equal those out. So, you know, neither of them get unbalanced long-term and, and fall through and stuff. Um, you know, I think something. if we have a
1: mindset of abundance, mm-hmm. really anything is possible. And then you can bring in the elements that you like. It's no longer out of obligation. It's really, how do I build the life I want to live? Like, how do I make agreements that we all agree to? Because then we get the lives that we want. Like, Yeah. That sounds amazing. And then it's not about how much money do you have or what do you look like or what are you, what, what are you driving? Like none of those things matter. Mm-hmm. It's, are we living the lives we want with the people surrounding us that we want to surround us? And yeah, are we enjoying ourselves? Are we appreciated? Is there value?
0: Yep. That's pretty much it, honestly. You know, I mean, life is way too short to, to do the things that you're obligated to do. Yeah. Instead of actually finding out, you know, where the happiness is and in, in discovering it. Yep. You know, I never I,
1: understood why people wanted white picket fences. Like, why was that a checkbox? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never had that one. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, what is something that you thought about business networking or wealth creation that kind of changed as you went along? I know we've talked about, you know, quite a bit, um, you know, that has changed, but
1: I really thought that I was destined to do well in school, get good grades, get a good job, and then work till the end of time. And I saw all these entrepreneurs and people building things and like creating things. And I thought that was just not my lot in life. Like that was for people not like me. Yeah. because I was told to go on this path and then you get a good job and they're like well you did it yeah and I was like did what this is it <laughs> like, this is what I was meant to do wow <laughs> <laughs> but I, I realized that those are limiting beliefs that were trained into me through schooling and my upbringing and um other people's scarcity mindsets you know for having security and you know always re- really relying on someone else at the time and um I learned some important lessons, very deep. It's bogus. It's just, it's just all bogus. (laughs) And none of that matters. Like really business and networking and wealth creation. Like none of that matters. If you don't have a rich life with friends and family and puppies and shared experiences, like none of that matters. So. It doesn't. No. And, And then once you like realize that, like all the other stuff falls into place. I was like oh i'm actually happy now i find the thing i like to do and now i'm with ease adding value to people's lives which means they want to give me something in return and so now we're building and building and building upon all those things we're taking advantage of compounding compounding is pretty cool it really is <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah no i t- i totally couldn't agree more and even you know it's gonna go in a, a little bit of a different direction You know, like, something that's been pretty heavy um, was, you know, to your point of, like, the people that, like, bring you up and stuff and, like, that are around you and everything obviously want the best for you and everything most of the time, but, like, they're only brought up a certain way, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I guess, like, they have, like, a, a comfort zone that, like, they try to instill in you i guess you could say absolutely and it's really hard to kind of break away from that you know for the purpose of like approval and stuff to the people that mean the most to you yeah and i feel like you know sometimes you can kind of feel like on your own um you know like you're in your own little world like trying to figure things out because like the people right around you like totally like right around you don't really understand what's going on Mm -hmm. and like i feel like it's kind of important to you know, be able to take their advice and stuff, but still be able to kind of think for yourself. And I don't really know how to word this without sounding like um, unappreciative, I guess you could say, but yeah. I mean like just kind of being able to think independently and think for yourself, you know, as well as. You always need to
1: make your own choices and they may not be the same as someone who taught you. And that means nothing about those other people. Yeah. They're your choices
0: hmm. And I feel like it can be really hard to kind of break away from that and break away from, you know, like how you've been brought up and stuff like that. But yeah, like it's kind of hard to follow, I guess, like your own path, like independently for the first time and kind of establish, you know, like, who am I trying to impress or not impress? Like what what actually matters?
1: Yeah, what does matter? Like what I does mean, success look like? Yeah. or can you define your values? Cuz really if you can define your values, that's a big thing. Most people can. If you can define your values, that's pretty amazing. And then let's take a look at where you spend your time and your energy and your attention and your money. Are they aligned with your values? And if not, like maybe that's how you find your direction. Yeah. I think I think walking along that leading edge is scary because on one side there's like comfort and the other side there's this vast unknown. And it's deep and dark and scary because who knows what's there. Um, But really that's what builds fortitude and it challenges your beliefs. And what I realized is I get caught in this potential. I'm like, Oh, people have potential. That's true. People have unlimited potential. We all do, Mm -hmm. but potential is a tricky thing, right? The object could never go in motion. And so a lot of people never realize their potential, right? They'll stay in comfort and they'll just grow moss all over them. But The people that go into motion, like now you're starting to realize your potential and you could pick up more and more and more, and you pull in new pieces and new experiences and wisdom as you go, and you start shaping your own reality, not trying to live someone else's. Yeah. And so you can, you know, people can be proud of you for who you are and what you're becoming. And it doesn't have to be about someone else or their story or their comfort. It's your story, not theirs.
0: That's so true. It is definitely, um, you know, pretty interesting to kind of see that, like, for the first time, like, whenever you're trying something new, like, especially, you know, like, right after high school or something, like, there's a lot of expectations that are kind of, like, put on you all of a sudden, like, to get your crap together, but, I mean, like, it. this is your path, like, this is your life we're talking about, yep. you know, like, not necessarily, like, your parents or whatever, you know, so uh like, I find interesting, I guess, kind of the balance between, you know, sticking to like the way that you've been brought up and, and the morals and like the comfort zones and stuff. And like you said, you know, kind of the tightrope of of looking into the unknown and seeing what else is possible. And like, what would really give me the most fulfillment, mm-hmm. you know, and, and being able to take the leap and not worry about the other side, you know, without you know like putting them in the wrong direction i guess you could say and you're gonna and land on away. something yeah
1: so like the leap's worth it Yeah. You, know, you might land slightly on your face but then you can always get up again yeah it's all possible
0: mm-hmm. and then if it doesn't work out you can still go back
1: i think one of the traps that i fell into was like expectations that i built up in my own head so it's not even other people's expectations it's what i thought their expectations were right and then it's like What are we even talking about this is insane so Mm -hmm. let's throw all this away these limiting let's just throw it away but i saw okay well here are people that just got out of school and they went right to a job and they're making a certain amount of money is that success or they got married and they have kids is that success i don't know and if i'm going down this path and i can't even compare myself because none of the things are comparable yeah i i'm like on a different planet what do I do with that? And you know what? It doesn't even matter. Just be on a different planet. Just do yeah. your thing.
0: Mhm. Whatever makes you happy, right? I mean, that's the end of Everyone is
1: so concerned about looking good themselves that they're not actually paying attention to you, turns out.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely have been there, though. Um, you know what you said a couple minutes ago about like thinking that people think of you a certain way and then like once you find I guess like the self-awareness to see that like it doesn't really matter like you're just kind of doing your thing and you know like creating that path like it like nothing matters you know I, I mean like as long as you're trying things and you know yeah just trying things out to see what you like and what you don't Like it, like, it doesn't like you're independent of everything else. You know, you're just kind of like with these people on this planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like (laughs) it's not, it sounds super crazy, but yeah, (laughs) I don't really know where I'm going with this, but
1: (laughs) well, you can let me know down the road. I'll be interested to follow that line of thought.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, I guess like what I'm trying to say is like, like everybody is independent and has their own stories. Like we're just kind of here together. You know, and it's, and isn't
1: that great? Like, do you want the same story as someone else? Like, that'd be no. really boring.
0: Yeah, no way. <laughs> like,
1: what are you going to talk about?
0: <laughs> it's like I don't need
1: to find like a, a husband that is me. I'm already me. I don't need another person. Yeah, like I need someone else in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cool. I'm glad people are different and they're doing different things and up to different things. I think that's amazing.
0: Yeah, and I mean, what it, what makes you happy is going to be different than different than you know what makes somebody else happy it's just it's a really interesting like time period that we're in right now you know to see like who people look up to and you know it's it's very very interesting to see like how reactive like society is as a whole um and like i don't know (laughs) like yeah I have a lot of thoughts going on in my head right now, and I I don't know how to put them into words. Um, Work on that muscle. That's just developing a muscle. Yeah, definitely needs work. But anyway, um, ooh, what values are most important to you when it comes to doing business? I know. Again, we've talked about a crazy, crazy amount of um you know, values and like, actually like helping each other out, you know, over like just the transaction and stuff like that. And, and just adding like a lot more depth to, to relationships.
1: I think it it all comes down to like, for me, integrity, honesty, and trust, because in most things in life, it's almost like, I don't care what the thing is, whatever we're working on or talking about doesn't matter. It's who am I doing this with? And with the right people, you can accomplish anything and have a good time doing it. So, you know, having values, like being in tune with yourself well enough to know what your values are and to be able to define integrity so that you can have integrity. And I think for me, like, being able to define how I'll show up in the world and who I want to dance alongside me, like, yeah, uh, I need to know who I am and what I'm about. Right? It's not all on everyone else. It's like I, I, I have a responsibility too. So, how do I make sure I always show up in the world the way that I want to show up? And I think that then you know we'll find more synergies.
0: Would you say too? Like the more like self-aware that you are you know in that kind of aspect like the more that you put yourself out there as you then like the more people that are gonna come up out of the woodwork and like kind of see like how you actually are as a person and then like be able to connect on that rather than you know just trying to like impress other people you know what i mean like like representing yourself like as yourself
1: i think it's important Um, to always be yourself yeah. And that can change a little over time, but I think your values don't change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So always, you're the guy that is always this, right? People always know what to expect. Does that mean that you always have good interactions? No. Like, unfortunately, that's not how the world works. So um, will you find better relationships? Hopefully it might take some time. There still will be a lot of people that aren't aligned with you or haven't done the work themselves and- then it's understanding what does that mean for you? Do you set boundaries? And do you say, okay, well, we can do this transaction if it falls within these boundaries. Um, but if it falls outside of that, like I'm, I'm not comfortable with that or, you know, it can look like different things, but, you know, that's that vast unknown. You know, the right people could be right on the other side of that edge um, or you could never find them, who knows, but you don't know until you end up going in there like drawing you in
0: (laughs) stepping back to what you said earlier about like if you step foot into that unknown you're gonna hit something
1: i think so but i think the important part too is just always show up so people know who you are just oh because you can you only have your own integrity and yeah yes if you keep doing that you will find the right people you'll build those relationships um But you have to be responsible for yourself. Like, I think it's so easy to blame the world or point fingers. And, you know, I I have to create the world that I want. And I I honestly don't know what that looks like every day, but we have to be painting (laughs) every day. We have to be painting it.
0: Yep. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) And that stems back to the Plinko board. (laughs) We don't know what that world's going to look like, but as long as like we're doing our own thing and, and creating that, then. Everything else kind of falls into place.
1: I think so. And, and really when you find the right people, then what you were talking about before, you can actually talk about the things that you care about and that matter. And you don't feel so alien and you don't have to worry about being judged because now you're in a people, a group of people that are doing things. Yeah, right? and Probably not all the same things, but they're thinking. Like I hang out with people that are seeking truth. Are we like-minded? Probably not. We, we have differing opinions on things. Um, and that's okay. We're willing to challenge each other and be challenged and to grow, Mm -hmm. but you have to be able to accept that. You need to be able to listen and hear and, and and do something with that and and not just be reactive to everything.
0: Yeah. Just to have that open-mindedness to basically all kinds of perspectives and, and see, you know, how other people are thinking as well and how you can build on that and build on each other. And
1: yeah, you're going to have your own flavor and that's cool. Yeah. Right. And so when somebody says something, you're not gonna hear exactly what they're saying, probably. You're gonna filter it through your filter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that can be dangerous, but it can also be really <laughs> cool, right? Yeah. Like you could put some really fun colors on it that maybe other people haven't seen yet. And now you have something to, to bring back to the world. And so it's interesting to see you pull in all of this information and experiences and data points. Like what are you actually gonna do with it? That's cool, right? That's a fun thing. Like you get to create that and you will create it. That's pretty awesome.
0: It doesn't really need is. to look
1: like something that's already been written. Like, that's old stuff. That's stale. You don't need to be stale.
0: Yep. Always great. create something new. Yeah. Wow. All right, <laughs> <laughs> um, last but not question. <laughs> <laughs> last but that. Um, <laughs> last but not least. Our last question here, Lisa. Um, do you read? And what is your favorite business investing or real estate book that you would recommend to anyone?
1: I do read. (laughs) Yes. That is good. (laughs) Thank you for your approval. (laughs) Uh, I'll go a little unconventional, perhaps. I read this book called The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. And it kind of opened up my world in a lot of ways because it's, it's really talking about like how do you host something? And the reality is, it's kind of like how sa- sales is a part of every conversation. Like people knock sales, but sales is just like listening and learning people and adding value. And it's a cool thing. Well, we host things all the time. Like you're hosting me right now. There's something, there's an art to that. It's like, we, we think that if we're going to, have people come to our meeting or our party or our podcast or our phone call that we just ask them to come and then the rest is on them. Yeah. It's not their thing, it's your thing. So how do you make a full experience? And again, like find those relational pieces so that you're you're building something. It's not just a transaction. It's what is it that we can connect on here? What is the point? How do I keep you engaged from the moment I ask you to the moment you walk in the door, maybe metaphorical door, to like the whole experience. And as a host, you have a responsibility. It's not just the invitation and, and hoping that the guests create the experience that you're hoping for. Mm-hmm. You really need to guide them. And so this book was really awesome. And I think it can be applied to so many things. I think about when I worked in corporate America, how many meetings we had that were a waste of everyone's time. And if you add up the dollars that they spent on all those meetings, like, were they necessary? Was that something that could have been accomplished in a two-sentence email? Could, you know, like... Yeah. What is the point? Outlining the point and then giving people a full experience from beginning to end. And there are pieces, understanding all of those pieces. I think that could... um can make a big difference in, in all interactions.
0: That sounds yeah. like a, a really interesting book. Because yeah, honestly, you're totally. right. I mean, like there's a ton of things that like you do indirectly host that you probably don't think twice about. You know, like I I definitely never thought about that kind of thing until you just said it. You know, I mean like it's just like if like, you have a
1: dinner party and then you leave to make dinner, you're like, you're the host, <laughs> but you're you're like cooking and everyone else is like together. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, like, it's kind of interesting now that you say that too. Like if you go over to like a friend's house or something for dinner, like, like, I, I feel like most of the time, like they act a little bit different because like, there's a responsibility there to actually give the guests an experience, you know, like it, it's a different like mentality and like, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely find that super interesting. You know, I'll have to write that book down and check that out
1: even asking questions on the podcast it's like you are guiding or facilitating the conversation so it's not up to me to think about what, it, what do you care Dogs. about what should i share what is yeah. your audience care i don't know like you know your audience and so you're guiding it that's all important how do you follow up with your with your followers it's so yeah it was it was pretty impactful
0: it sounds like a really good one and i really like that it's a little bit different too yeah Yeah, it sounds like one of those, you know, kind of hidden gems that, you know, might be a little less talked about, but could have a a really, really big, you know, principle in it. Definitely have to check that out.
1: Very cool. Let me know what you think.
0: I will. (laughs) You can host a party and I'll come. (laughs) (laughs) We can try it. (laughs) Um but yeah, I can talk to you for hours, Lisa. Thank you so much for coming on here. This this was a very very big honor. Um, yeah, thank you for everything that you've done for me as well. You know, from the beginning.
1: <laughs> it was truly my pleasure coming on, and I really appreciate meeting you. We, you helped me develop some of the things that I talk about now, like understanding <laughs> what people care about, what they don't, what they don't know. You know, what are the yeah. holes I can fill in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was great. I appreciate it.
0: And guys, just uh, you know, not to kind of you know like go in another direction real quick, but Lisa and I met through um, a meetup that she was hosting. It was for uh, it's a board game called Cashflow. It's a game similar to Monopoly. Um, there's this guy Robert Kiyosaki. He wrote a couple books that you definitely know about, and he made a board game, and it basically simulates you know people going through life, and you know, different investments and stuff that can come up and you know the benefits, the pros and cons to those, as well as like different issues that can come up, you know, and like like just it's a really like realistic simulation of your life. And you go through it as um, you know, like a, a different trade. Like you could be like, you know, a police officer or, you know, like just a bunch of different roles. They have different salaries. And it's it's a really incredible, like eye opening game. But anyway. So Lisa hosted one of these meetups at um, this cafe in, in Charlestown. And I decided to go one night. It was the first meetup that I would have ever went to. And like, I was going back and forth, you know, about like, if I should go or not. And like, you know, because I was nervous as hell. You know what I mean? I, I didn't really know what I was expecting. So I showed up and it literally changed my entire life. Like, like completely changed my entire life. You know? So if there's one thing to kind of take from this podcast, it's, it's to get out there and taste things because you have no idea what spot on the Flinko board that you will end up.
1: (laughs) And I host games virtually now. So everyone is welcome to play. We do financial game. So you can learn about your mindset, shifting your mindset, kind of breaking down some of those barriers, those invisible barriers that we have that we don't even know we have figure out what's possible, get out of the rat race. I mean, there's so much, it's it's crazy. A lot of people have come and changed their lives, changed the way they operate, changed their businesses. Uh, it's been fantastic and just through playing games. Mm-hmm. And so you get to, there's nothing at stake. So you have fun and you learn some things. So we play virtually now, so everyone can come play. Um, yep wealthbattle.com slash free
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna i was just gonna ask you you know what uh what the link was and stuff as well as you know any social media or you know any like companies or anything um you know that you own like any any contact info that that you would like me to share i would love to
1: okay yeah i mean right now if anyone that wants to join the community and play or watch is fine it's Wealthbattle.com slash free, and it's a discord server, so we have conversation going. Um, and you can get a hold of me there, you'll see me on the Lisa. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the webpage is wealthbattle.com, and then just slash free to play.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely check it out, guys. It's uh, it will change your life.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, I- I'm up for that task,
0: <laughs> it's a
1: challenge I'm up for. <laughs>
0: you've done it once Lisa (laughs) once that I can count (laughs) personally but um yeah you know thank you so much again for for coming on here Lisa this it uh it means a lot to me you have no idea
1: thank you same
0: all right guys that concludes our creating wealth podcast episode for today I want to thank every single person that has listened this far it really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.